0: Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorsshow.com. That's theauthorsshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today, we're welcoming a program author, John William Law, and he is the author of Who Nuked the Duke? Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder, the selected interviews are available at our website, as well as on major platforms like Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many more. John, how are you? Great, thanks. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please.
1: I am from San Francisco. I based myself in San Francisco. I've been writing about film history for probably 25 years now. So, tell us about your book. The book is, it's called Who Nuked the Duke. It is a saga about John Wayne, Susan Hayward, Dick Powell, Howard Hughes, and the filming of a movie called The Conqueror, which was filmed in 1953, but it was filmed in Utah downwind of where the nuclear testing program was running in the 1950s. And a surprising number of the people associated with the film would come down with rare forms of cancer over the years after the filming completed. The book is basically researching out the history behind the filming of the movie and the tragedies that sort of followed the path of the and crew that were associated with it over the next 30 years.
0: Now, who did you write your book for specifically? Who's your target audience here? My
1: target audience is usually film buffs, people who are interested in kind of classic films and movie history. People who are interested in celebrity stars like John Wayne and Susan Hayward. I have written a lot of books about a lot of kind of classic movie stars over the years, people like Montgomery Clift and Joan Crawford and John Wayne and Marilyn Monroe and Alfred Hitchcock, people like that. So I tend to target my books that people are sort of interested in that type of story. But I'm also interested in sort of behind the scenes motion picture history. So it's not just about the celebrities themselves, but really about the behind the scenes making of some of these films and sort of give people a an idea of what was going on in these people's lives while they were making these kind of iconic films that we all kind of know and love and
0: watch. So could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book?
1: Theme-wise, I think the theme of the book really is that the book acts sort of as a microcosm in a way that the story is really large scaping. It's a historical story about the Atomic Energy Commission and the testing program that ran in the 1950s where we tested nuclear bombs in the continental United States. And so the book is really a sort of a study where it uses the people who made this film, the celebrities and cast and crew appeared here for only several months and filmed this movie, which was not a successful movie, they would kind of leave and then they would sort of end up having to deal with all these kind of rare forms of cancer and things that would actually take a lot of their lives. But the theme around the story was really that they were sort of a case study for the larger community. So the people that lived in these regions who were facing this trauma day in and day out and had no idea is really sort of a a cautionary tale i guess you could say about you know a, a kind of historical event in american history
0: so if you were asked to compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with which book would it be and why good question
1: i think that there are a few books i like to write about books or stories that are really focused on specific events or specific motion pictures and things like that so my books aren't traditionally a biography per se. There is a book called The Feud, Betty Davis and Joan Crawford, it's, that basically became a miniseries as well. Feud by an author by the name of Sean Considine. And that is one of the examples. There's another book that's also called The Last Marilyn, The Last Take, which is about the making of her final film, Something's Got to Give. And so I tend to sort of think that my books are often similar to that and that they really are looking at a specific study of a specific filming of a specific motion picture with specific people in it. But then it's also sort of a time-based thing where I often will go before or after that historical filming of that movie to the, the story that kind of follows the people that made the film.
0: Now, this book is a new edition of a title that you published about 10 years ago. Why did you come out with a new edition?
1: Yeah, it is actually a new edition. It came out this year. The first book came out around 2014. The updated edition really came out to coincide with the release of a new film. So there's a film that was just premiered this, actually just recently, I just attended the world premiere of the film, which is called The Conqueror Hollywood Fallout, which is a documentary and it's sort of partially inspired by the book. I appear in the film, so I was able to kind of work with the director and the producer as they prepared the film and wrote the screenplay and then was invited to come down and film and talk about the story for the production of the movie so the idea was to kind of re-release the book and give it sort of a fresh spin so that we could sort of coincide with the movie the movie It world premiered at the Newport Beach Film Festival in October of 2023 and then moved on to the Palm Beach Film Festival where it closed the film festival. And the movie will then be released in the spring of 2024 by Blue Fox Entertainment. And then it will also be streaming, you know, on on some streaming channel at some point in 2024. So the book came out to really kind of promote
0: the story of the book as well as the film. So what was your role in the film and how did the book help inspire the movie?
1: I actually was contacted by the producers, by the director, actually, during the pandemic, actually, it had to be around 2020 or 2021 or something about that time. He had actually seen the book, read the book, was interested in the topic. He'd already been thinking about doing a film on it, was interested in my research and my approach. We talked a lot about the story, about the historical impact of it. I provided them with some material that I would collected during my research. And then over a series of interviews, we just kind of kept talking about the idea of the book. and would share ideas. And so again, when the time came to actually do the filming, they wanted some experts to kind of come and and actually appear on the film to talk about the history. Because obviously when you write a book, it's a little different. You can sort of write and your viewer is going to kind of interpret the story you're writing. So if I'm writing about John Wayne and Susan Hayward and people that are no longer alive, the reader is going to kind of visualize the story that I'm telling them. But obviously when you're doing a film, it's a much different approach. You've got people like talking heads and people who were experts to kind of talk about the story and use other types of artifacts to tell your visual side of the story. So I was invited to kind of appear on the film and talk about the history behind this movie and the tragedies that followed. So what's new
0: in this second edition?
1: The second edition was a chance for me to sort of go back and revisit the book. I had not looked at it in a while. actually had to do a little bit of research for it to kind of prep myself for the filming because I hadn't really looked at the topic too much over the the year since the the release of the book, I actually done another TV series that I was invited to talk on as well about the same story. So I was a little familiar with the topic again, but I had to go back and visit it. So then after the filming, we decided to kind of go back and update the book. So I was able to kind of refresh the kind of forward entry into the book and then clean up some material sections in the book that I wanted to make some adjustments to. And then we added on an entirely new chapter. At the back, there was sort of an epilogue of sorts to sort of bring the book up to date to talk about things that happened since the book was first published and things that were going on today that were still kind of made the story sort of fresh and current because there's a lot of kind of class action. Well, there was a class action suit and there was some kind of compensation act that is still kind of in the news today that they're still fighting for compensation from these events
0: that happened. So was it difficult to revisit the project? Yeah,
1: yes, I would say it was difficult all around in a way for me. Apparently, I, it, when I did the book the first time, I found it very difficult. As I mentioned, I'm very much interested in film history. And so writing about people like John Wayne and Susan Hayward and the filming of a movie like The Conqueror itself, that in itself was the fun part of doing a book. The challenge for this book was that. You had to sort of visit a bunch of other topic areas that I didn't necessarily feel that was my strong suit or that I was particularly overly interested in. So, writing about things like the Atomic Energy Commission and the Nevada test site and the nuclear bomb blasts that happened over a number of years and writing about cancer deaths and, you know, radiation, the impacts of radiation and those types of things were sort of more difficult. So, for me to go back and revisit the book was sort of bringing myself all back into all those kind of areas that I, you know had to familiarize myself with to kind of feel like i could talk about it on film as well as write about it so it was sort of an added set of a challenge
0: what's the response been to the book
1: the response has been good in a way i think i was surprised i've talked to about people as well that the book in a lot of ways has been a very interesting book that a lot of people have gravitated to the story to talk about it and i've done a lot of interviews about it i've talked about it on podcasts i've talked about it on television shows and in films now. And so I think people are interested in this subject matter, but at the same time, I would say that the book has never necessarily been, you know, probably my most successful book in terms of sales that way. And I think part of that comes from the dark subject matter. It's not just about John Wayne and Susan Hayward and the making of a motion picture, which actually in itself is certainly not a John Wayne picture that anyone is interested in or remembers because The Conqueror was probably one of his least successful or his biggest kind of failures as a movie. So the story itself doesn't draw people in as people are interested. John Wayne wouldn't necessarily gravitate to the book but if you're interested in kind of history of not just film but american history yeah it is something that a lot of people are sort of drawn to and sort of fascinated by the story and i think that the resulting film that came out of this was probably sort of the highlight of sort of finding the story getting some new attention and, and new life in it i think that was sort of a nice thing that came out of this how has
0: the film been received
1: it recently just premiered at the Newport Beach Film Festival. So I was invited to go down to the world premiere, which is the first time I'd ever been to a world premiere or attended a world premiere. So that was sort of fun. And then there was an opportunity to have a Q and a afterwards. So I was able to kind of sit with the director and the producer was there. There were Tim Barker, who is Susan Hayward's son, was there. And there were some other folks there from associated with the film or with the, the kind of filming of the new movie. So we got to talk about it and answer some questions. So it was actually interesting to kind of get people that were inspired and very interested in the subject matter and the fact that today there's so much information around things like climate change and, you know, global warming and, you know, the environment that a lot of those types of aspects and angles of the story that weren't necessarily big news or of interest to people years ago are actually pieces of the the story that actually are resonating with a lot of people today. So that was sort of an interesting kind of
0: angle to it. So how different are the film and the book? The
1: film and the book are... Not the same. So they are a bit different. The book is relatively chronological in that I tried to really tell the story as a historical event, I guess you could say. So it was really about the filming of this movie and then the 30 year saga that followed. So from about 1950 to 1980, with some years on the front end and the back end to kind of, you know, bookend the story. That was really the way the book was told in a kind of a chronological order. But the film is actually a little different in that you're really trying to kind of create a story that's going to engage viewers by kind of bringing them into the story at different times. So it sort of goes back and forth between present and past. It also engages with people a lot more in the St. George, Utah area, in the community, in the town, and the people that live there who were impacted by the story or as much a part of the story as the celebrities, because they are people that are alive today that they could easily kind of get their stories onto film Whereas you've got people like John Wayne and Susan Hayward who are no longer with us. So they needed of historians to kind of talk about their piece of it. So the film and the story, while the book are relatively similar in that they're telling the same truth behind the story, they're told in sort of very different kind of angles, I like guess you could say. So are you working on anything now? Yes, I'm always working on something. I have a book coming out in 2024 on Betty Davis. It is called Wicked Becomes Her. And so that is another similar book, a very different story in a way, but it's about a specific film. It's actually about Betty Davis's final film, which was called Wicked Stepmother, which was, again, a big failure, which is similar to The Conqueror in a lot of ways. So there's a lot of similarities to it. But actually, that film was probably done about 30 years ago. So it's actually another interesting kind of 30-year saga, I guess. But it was an interesting story to kind of tell because there's a lot of really fascinating pieces behind the scenes. So even though the film itself isn't necessarily an interesting one for Betty Davis fans. It's actually, the story behind it is actually probably
0: more fascinating than the film was. So in your opinion, who should buy your book?
1: I think that I would love to think that people who were, again, interested in movie history and in how making a movie can change the lives of all the people associated with it, whether the movie is a great movie or a bad movie, they can often have really interesting tales behind their making and have these sort of ripple effects to the people's lives. So the people that are sort of interested in kind of film history tend to gravitate to the books I read. But at the same time, this book really also reaches out to kind of interest people who were interested in American history. Things like, again, government oversight, the Atomic Energy Commission, the nuclear testing program. People are interested in kind of global warming and climate change and the uh, kind of you know, impacts that we as human beings and mankind have on the planet that we live. I think these stories and the topic that's in this book really resonates with those people as much as movie fans. Do you have a website? I don't. The publisher's website, which is uh, com, has information on the book. I do have a podcast series that I do host, which is called Hollywoodn't, the Hollywood Declassified Podcast Series. And we did a series of about seven episodes, I think it was, on this story. So as the lead up to the film's premiere, we did a series of episodes. And so that podcast series is actually on the, the publisher's website, and com. That's probably the best place to kind of reach out to me or find information about the books that I've written or, or some of the books I've written, I should say, and this book in particular.
0: Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been John William Law, and he is the author of Who Nuked the Duke. John, thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another disc of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com, and whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.